Last season, the Clito Collective pulled off the heist of the century, and now they're back to finish the job in Hot White Heist 2, the only good sequel anyone has ever made, ever. But with the true crime podcaster and a notoriously bloodthirsty right-wing gay billionaire on their trail, it's about to be one hot mess. Starring yours truly and an all-star queer cast, Hot White Heist 2 has twice the action, two times the drama, and double the double entendres. You can listen to both seasons of Hot White Heist on Audible, and because I'm kind of a big deal over there, Las Culturistas listeners can get a three-month trial of Audible Plus for free by going to audible.com slash dingdong. That's audible.com slash dingdong to listen to Hot White Heist 2 with a three-month free trial of Audible Plus. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh, culture? Uh, yes. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las culturistas. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. And welcome to the Mother Convention. The Mother Convention. Megan Trainers on Kelly Clarkson. Officially, the Mother Convention has begun. Wait, we can't start the next week calling Megan Trainer Mother. No, we, we, we were the first to call Megan Trainer. No, Trainor we mother. were you were not me. Don't drag me into this. You're but you already done been dragged, and that's what you need more than ever. Now that you're at your high heights I as you need be dragged. Dragging. You want to be dragged today? Not by you. No. I just think the public should drag me. No, I don't want you inviting this because then I'm going to have to hear about it later. No. What are you talking? No, I really do think it's You want time. the public to drag you? <laughs> I want someone to put me in my place in a way that is like helpful. And I guess you are the only person. Who uh, honey, you're a therapist. Okay? Honey, my therapist. Honey, is, see you, therapist. I'm paying my therapist to validate me at every turn. And I go, do you read that article? That's what? like, is therapy making us more selfish? You know, for the very first time a few weeks ago, my therapist said to me that maybe my behavior was a little indulgent. And I was like, so, honestly, thank you for saying and that. And even that's a little too nice of a frame. No, I'm saying, I don't like, think I'm it saying, was. Just for anybody. Like, was he trying to say... She, she excuse me. Oh, my God. First of all, check yourself before I, I, I wreck you. It's rule culture number 99. Check, Check yourself, yourself before, before I wreck you. you. And I you only get dragged. Only, I can do that. My gender bias is only because my therapist is male. Your gender bias is showing like a penis in a G-rated film. Get it out of here. Get it out of here. <laughs> your gender bias is showing like your FYP is showing on your TikTok. Not for other people. Mother. Don't show it to others. No, she told me that my behavior, because in the hashtag wake up my breakup, I was doing things that like were sort of like self-carry. Yeah. And then at one point she said, 
is this crossing over into a little indulgent? Because I did go see a psychic. Yes. Which I've not necessarily been honest about on the podcast until now. But I did go see a psychic at a time when I was doing not well. And I saw more than one. Uh And then my therapist, I think from a place of concern, because she told me that she's seen a lot of people give a lot of money to psychics when they feel desperate because they're so good at what they do. And she said, not only should you not be giving this person money, but is this behavior a little indulgent? And I was like, interesting. Now that I feel sufficiently dragged, I'm going to stop doing this for financial and personal reasons and that's what it took yeah i think that at that point i was like i'm gonna stop seeing this particular psychic who and you went to the same one as me i went to the same one as you and we had vastly different experiences yes i basically and i don't know if this will shock the readers but was immediately susceptible to everything this psychic was saying and bohm was more like i don't know about queen well i don't know about queen but she honestly like (laughs) i think she sat me down and was like this is what literally happened She sits down with Matt for 45 minutes. Patrick Rogers and I are standing outside, just kind of like, okay, well, Well, first she she was like, do you want them in the room? And I was like, yeah, they can be here. And she she, went to the other side of the room. (laughs) Yeah, but you could hear everything. Sure. No, you could hear everything. We weren't really making sound, though. We weren't making noise. No, but this is so funny. We, We go to the psychic because we're kind of just having like a girl's day. Yeah. And so then... You guys are sitting there and the psychic goes Not to making a peep. No, you were fine. But it was funny because the psychic goes, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And she's like, are you sure you want them there? And I was like, yes, they can be here. And she goes, your home is in LA. No, she doesn't even ask. She, does, she LA doesn't even come to her. I think you volunteer that information. And you're like, yeah, I'm visiting from LA. And she goes, LA is your home. LA is your home. LA That's is your home. Good things That's are where good things are going to happen for you. And I look over at my two biggest champions for moving back to New York, which are Bo and Yang and Patrick Rogers. And they both have these sour pusses on like, we hate her. And we're like, mm. we <laughs> and like then she, she goes, she goes, I she need goes, both they, of you, you out. You two need to leave. I'm picking up your energy. You guys have to leave. This was the dead of <laughs> February, I want to say. Freezing cold in New York. We were like, okay, I guess. And so then Patrick and I were standing outside for 45 minutes. <laughs> We're like, wow, I guess Matt is really connecting with this with this person. Yeah, lo and behold, it will shock no one to hear I'm in there crying because this girl is absolutely nailing it and slaying it. She's killing it. She's saying things that no one else could know. It was my Tyler Henry Hollywood medium moment. She Okay, is this fair of me to say that she was slaying and killing within a margin of believability? She was doing that thing where she was saying initials of names of people and saying what what their connection uh-huh. to, to me relevantly was uh-huh. like, and, and then she was going in and saying like emotional things that only i had thought or only i had heard right and then i was like oh my god and then of course she goes to you need to come back for life coaching because you we need to work you, together yeah she goes we need to work together you need cleansing you need it really bad she points to me and she said your love life is a mess and she's like, everything else is good, but with love, you need cleansing. And she, when someone looks you dead in the eyes and says, you need cleansing and it's an emergency. That's terrifying. That is also how they get your money. <laughs> to scare you. It's very, only I can help. Only I can help. Which is a dangerous sentence, readers. Can we just level set? It is just past nine in the morning. We got up at eight in the morning. We're in Orlando, Florida. Yeah, I'm looking at the Magic <laughs> Kingdom right now as we say all this. We I'm are, looking at it. We spent a gorgeous day. In the parks. Yeah. And that's where we're coming from. We're just, we're sort of broken down at Disney. Broken down, but we're getting back up. We're going to crest another hill today. I mean, yeah. it's just going to be 
our pleasure centers are going to explode yeah. by the end of this. But I think that honestly, yesterday we sort of went hard and did so many of the major rides and attractions which we'll get into. And that's why I think today we're able to drop in and be so raw. That's so true. Okay, so basically you had that amazing experience with her. I walk in. Opposite. I sit down with her and she goes, yeah, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything's good. Uh, your, your third eye, mm, <laughs> your, your, um, your indigo chakra is a little... Is, is your, your, your third eye is a little clouded. Hmm. You can pay me this crazy amount of money to get it cleansed. And I was like, okay, why not? Yeah. Here's my card. Text me tomorrow at 3 p.m. It'll take me 24 yeah, hours. This to one wanted to stay in touch. And I was like, okay. And then the next day, I call her at three. She'd just gotten off the phone with you. Mm-hmm. Yes, she did. And she was like, it took me a long time. It took me a long time to clear it, but it's cleared. And I said, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. She said, you should be able to feel something in the next 24 hours. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, sure. And then she's like, you can keep working with me if you want. Yeah. And I was like, no, I think I'm okay. She was, a, she that's who she was. A business she woman. had her grift and no problem. That's, and I'd feel bad even calling it that. But I no, think. No, I think that's probably true. I think someone like that is excellent at performing in a way that makes me jealous. I go, I wish I had that. I cannot. You convince, would be an amazing psychic. I cannot convince someone of that. And I cannot like close like that the way she did. And I'm, I'm impressed. Well, I, I, I'm impressed. Here's what I say. So immediately I go to my real th- my therapist, my actual you yeah, know, professional, she. she. And I said to her, I was like, I have to tell you, this is embarrassing, but I've seen this person more than once, like, because I'm not doing well and I'm sort of desperate. And what I thought was just going to be a fun thing ended up being like this thing that I'm now like embarrassed to say I'm a little bit like, hooked on because it's that thing of like you're wanting more information and I'm someone who always wants more information in life but like that doesn't necessarily like come easily and it also is not helpful for you so I was in this place of like just desperately grasping at like straws emotionally so like I say to my therapist I'm like she's got me I know it like but I know I have to stop going to her because it's like not real information it's this like ooey gooey like psychic stuff and I want to know like and I, I was like, you can't even answer this question for me, really. But like, is this real? Do people have this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And my therapist said, yes, people do have a heightened sense. I mean, I believe this to be true. In my dealings with more than one client, mm-hmm. they've described this feeling of expressing something to a psychic and that what they say is like uncannily accurate mm-hmm. and like really, really, really stuff that, of course, this feels cliche now because we've all seen the TV shows. No one could have known. Mm-hmm. But I will also say these people are also business people and their intuition is their skill. And so that's what they use to manipulate people. Like, they, yes, what they do is real. But she said, what you have to remember is a psychic or a medium can maybe intuit what is happening or like make something more clear for mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. or like explain something that might be going on, but they cannot make things happen. Right. So once they start telling you like, oh, I need to work on you or, oh, I need to work on this person. That's where what they're doing that's is. That's how they get you to make something happen for them. Yes. And give yeah. them money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, literally. That I, makes a lot of sense. I yeah. love that way of putting it. Yeah, it's not bogus, no, no, but it's no. also not entirely above board. Their intuition is the thing that I consider myself not having the best intuition. You have great intuition. But I feel like for that person, let's say for the person that we saw together, like mm-hmm. she could intuit that like I was like skeptical. Skeptical and 
that intuition is the thing that like helps their business sense, mm-hmm. which again, like I, I know sounds redundant and obvious, but it's like, it's interesting how like one thing feeds into the other, which the, it's, 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 it's an Ouroboros kind of thing. Yeah. I just think you, I think that it's true. You do present more like, Hmm. You, yeah. You present more Scorpio and I definitely present more Pisces. I think I present it as a very vulnerable mm-hmm. and you are presenting as like, now what's this? Like, why did this just take 45 minutes with my best friend? Right. And I never said that. I didn't even push back in the room when she was like, you're fine. I was like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. And I, I wasn't even like that. <laughs> you I was, were like, that's news to no, me. No, no, no. I was like, I was like, really? Cause yeah. And, I, and I, I would say I was also like in a weird place at that time. And I was like, there are mm-hmm. things that I would love to whatever. But for her to look you in the eye and say you need cleansing, uh, that that does not sit right with me. Yeah. Because I look at my friend and I go... He's perfect. Well, girl, I definitely needed, I needed something at the time. It just probably wasn't that. And now looking back, I'm like, well, it's just funny. Cause like the last session I ever had with, yes. with this person. Um, in person over the phone? In person. Uh-huh. I, I went three times, I think. Okay. And they read the tarot cards and everything. And they're like, oh, I wish I could say it was getting better, but it's not. Oh, no. And I was just like, oh no. And then she was telling me more things. And I was just like, you know what? I'm realizing right now I actually have to stop doing this. I was like, this is no longer. You said that to her. Yes. I was like, I don't think this is good for me anymore. Uh And she was like, well, you know what? Every time I look at your cards, I know you're going to be fine. Oh, and she was like, so you don't have to keep coming to me and you don't have to give me any more money. Because I th- that's interesting. Yeah, she actually said that she was like, every time I look at your cards, everything is fine. It's when I, I look deeper that things I, I, aren't so great. Other people. And I was just like, all right, well, and then she started doing the thing where she was asking for like personal items and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go there. I'm yeah. not going to do this. And it was like over at that point. But she did say to me at one point, she was like, yeah, like I'm looking at your cards now and things could go a whole different way. And I was just like, yeah, but the first time I came in here, you said I needed to keep working with you because there was only one path forward. And now you're saying you're looking at the cards and like, hmm, actually, I could be fine. Sure. It was just it was just like, oh, it was that moment where you realize you got God. And of course, everyone I talked to about this is like, well, when you scheduled the appointment, she probably looked you up. But we did a walk in. We did a walk in. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So that part was like spooky yep 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 yep. we did a walk-in and it was under someone else's name oh yeah well, no it was a walk-in it was no a it, was, walk-in. it was a walk-in period exactly, like there was no exactly. she did not know who was coming in and then patrick rogers house did not get a reading done because yeah. he was like freaked out by it i think and the second time i came back this psychic said to me i knew your third friend wasn't going to get a reading i knew okay. it i knew it right and she was like what's the deal with him and I was like, um, we're not going there. No, we're not going there. I was like, I, I don't want you to tell me anything about like. No, I know. It was not. And also none, nothing that she was saying was like ultimately real. Right. The things that she did to me, she, my intuition stayed the same. She cleaned out my chakras. I might have even gotten worse. Yeah. I think, I think I ended up having like a mental breakdown like the next week. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think she was necessarily helpful she was like you're good girl i'm like really and then no was truly (laughs) hurtling towards rock bottom anyway um damn but it was it was an experience and it was i will say a moment of me going i'm concerned for my friend and you and you going let me and i said okay and i and i and i and i I say this is you and i 
as friends, giving each other the space to figure it out for ourselves. It's really giving Scully and Mulder. And I do think think that we could do an X-Files. I think that would be a chic idea for us. A charged emotional sexual. A charged emotional sexual X-Files that's homosexual like you've never seen. Homosexual like you've never seen. It should should reboot X-Files. Homosexual, homosexual like you've, you've never, never seen. seen if you guys if readers katie's publicists finalists out there could all sort of make some mock-ups for posters for x-files yes. starring bowen yang and matt rogers for the upcoming for the upcoming x-files homosexual like you've never seen for hulu because it, it'll be a fox show by the way do you remember when i said there's constantly x-files reboots and you were like no and then they announced a new one they did yes queen. i guess i'm just not x-files is a huge blind spot for me you know I tried at one point. Uh-huh. I, I did. I tried. It's not really my genre, as you all know, but I liked the intrigue of it. Like, I liked the idea of that central relationship. Yeah. I want to believe. I don't believe. I was interested in the sexual tension between them. And I actually, I'll say it right here and now, and you tell me if you agree. Find David Duchovny hot as hell. I think this is a widely agreed upon notion. Yeah. Huh. Of course. And Jillian. Honey. Honey. They had it going on. They had it going on. At all ages. Timeless beauties. Timeless beauties. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. Bowen, we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Coach family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
Hey, Lost Culturistas listeners, I'm here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Now it's easy to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life, like the pickleballer, the jazz fan, the zen seeker, the artist, or the pasta lover. That's me. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Everyone, okay? Your niche interests, there's a podcast for it, and there's a little Etsy moment for it. Like, truly, I have been at such a loss when it comes to finding what to get for someone very specific in my life. And then I've gone on to Etsy, and there's so many little specific things you can do. Like, I get coasters with different pop icons on them, and I give them to my friends. And then, guess what? Now they have a little drink landing for someone that they stand. Thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Should we talk a little bit about the way our vacation has been slaying? The way our vacation has been slaying is... I can't describe it. It's a genuinely new experience. And it's an experience that was amplified by substances. A hundred percent. We sort of just, you know, had our little uh, mushroom game on. Mm -hmm. And we sort of walked into the parks and began to slay. And it's interesting, actually, because I'm looking out at the window, which is we're we're at the Disney Contemporary Resort. And I'm looking out at the window and I'm literally seeing the construction on what was Splash Mountain. They're turning it into, of course, Princess Tati's Bayou Dip. Michael Hartney joke. That's a Michael Hartney joke. (laughs) It's Princess Tiana's Princess Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Bayou Adventure. But literally, yeah, Michael something. Hartney in 2020 tweeted <laughs> when they announced Splash Mountain was closing, he said, can't wait for it to be called Princess Tati's Bayou, Bayou Dip. Dip. And then it p- pretty much was basically called Princess Tati's, Tati's Bayou, Bayou Dip. Dip. So just know that when they do open <laughs> this ride, Tati. it is for, forever henceforth known as Princess, Princess Tati's, Tati's Bayou, Bayou Dip. Dip. Thank you, Michael Hartney. I think starring Jennifer Lewis. I asked her, I was like, Mama, are you going to be in the ride? And she was like, and I don't know what, if she knew what the fuck I was talking uh-huh. about. She was like, oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, of course. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think. I, I was like, this is probably recorded eight years ago. Knowing, I'm sure knowing she's the involved. corporation. I, I mean, if, if she's not involved, it's a huge flop. I hope Prince Naveen is all over that thing. I hope Prince Naveen sort of, you know. Shows peen. Shows peen. I always wanted him to show peen in that movie. We need pe- more penis in G-rated films. Thank you. Legalize it. Legalize. We. It's actually real culture number forty-nine. We, we need, need more penis, penis in G-rated, G-rated films. films. Legalize, Legalize it. it. Not R. I don't want to. It's you know they they still have all these codes about you know R-rated films. Been there. Done G. That. I think we start from the bottom, work our way up. What's so bad about the male body? Can I ask that question? <laughs> I can't think of a single thing that's so bad that's about so the male bad. body that we can't see it in the Princess and the Frog. Oh, sure. Sometimes there's like ball stubble. So what? Grow so up. What? Grow up. Lick it. <laughs> I use my Manscaped products and this is not an ad, but this we have done ad. ads for them before. But here's the thing. Manscaped, I'm going to come out here right now and say this. One of the few products on Las Culturistas that we've been sent and tried and that I then kept ordering has stayed in your life. It stayed in the conversation in my bathroom. Let's just say that. There are some other sponsors that I, we, we know I obviously cannot possibly name. Shall remain nameless. But have made my life have inconvenienced me in huge ways. Oh, yeah. And also other sponsors that are 
kind of fucked up in terms of their practices. But we no longer we, we no longer sponsor them. But it's very valid. People are kind of asking us, please stop doing and ads. We're gonna, for them. We have not done ads for them for a while. And I've actually, when I had a personal Twitter, I actually did come out against this sponsor and say, Should we just hey, say it? No, 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 we can't say it. But like, let's just say. We're careful about what we do sponsorships for. All right. Here's how the sponsorships works, because sometimes I think people are like, why is this happening on Las Culturistas? Everything that we are saying with our voice, we were asked, do you want to do an ad for that? If it's not us, if it's like Bethany Frankel doing an ad for the army, that's something that Bethany Frankel said she would do. And iHeart's putting on channel wide. Okay. That's how that works. If it's Bethany Frankel for the U.S. Army, that is not something that me, <laughs> Matt Rogers, and you, Bowen Yang, said we want on Lost Culture Us. Bethany Frankel for the U.S. Army is an iHeart thing. Ultimately, our podcast is its own <laughs> advertising platform for Bethany Frankel for the Army. Now we're saying we want it to go on. So now, whenever you hear Bethany Frankel for the U.S. Army, <laughs> We should just do an ad for Bethany Franco for the U.S. Army just because. I gotta go, but he, I, I just let me let me tell you about the army, okay? All right, the <laughs> army is one of the most amazing things in American history, which is obviously the best country. Uh, they have the uh, America created the Apprentice, which I I started on uh, Martha Martha Stewart, whatever. I gotta go. I gotta go. I, I gotta go. I get, so you, and to enlist, you just gotta go to your U.S. U.S. Army. Dot gov. It, dot gov. It. Make sure it's dot gov. Dot gov, or else you know it's fake. And there's so many fake, so many fake things on the internet lately. And I'm telling you right now, it's like you go on TikTok, everything is fake. TikTok has shadow banned me. I have no idea what's happening there, but I gotta go. I gotta go. Just go to usarmy.com.gov or whatever it is. You, you go Google it. Okay, so if you can find my TikTok after they shadow ban me, I'm doing a review on the branches of the U.S. military. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna doing, go through I'm all reviewing, of them. I'm reviewing Army, yeah. Air Force, Space Force. Space Force and Marines. Marines. You know, we all dated one Navy of them. And Navy and Navy. So we, we, we all dated one. We'll remain nameless. I gotta go. I gotta but, go. Uh, I, my daughter's driving me fucking crazy. I'm so is my ex-husband. Still, it's not over. Um, all right. Well, uh, usarmy.com.gov, whatever I said. So be all that you can be. I, I have to say that part. And now I have to say, um, what is this? Um, Watch uh, Top Gun Maverick? Yeah, Top Gun Maverick. Oh, I don't know. I, don't I gotta know. go. I, don't know. I gotta go. Um, uh, that was so- Bethany for the US. <laughs> <laughs> Has she done ads for the US? No, but like I know there have been U.S. Army ads. There have been on a lot of U.S. Network. Army ads like, on the podcast. Somebody said one time, like, why is there an Army ad on Lost Cultures? We Ristas? don't know. We do not support the military-industrial complex. Okay, I mean, can we come out and say that? We can say that, and iHeart is still going to be like tough titty. We're still putting Bethany Frankel for the U.S. Army. It's on not that we don't have respect for our men in green, which is, I believe, the color they wear. Yes, as, our as men an in uniform. Yeah, men in uniform. Yeah. Let's just say that. Um, you know, we do our best. We try to only give you ads for products that we. What's it? Let's let's be positive. What's a, what's a good thing we've used? That's uh, an ad we've done. <laughs> oh, Hawthorne! I love Hawthorne products. I use the love um, the sunscreen. Yep, love Hawthorne. Remember when McDonald's sent us the McRib? Oh my God, that was a special day, and that was right in the throes of lockdown. And I really appreciated McDonald's for doing that. Yeah, that was major. Gosh, there's so many. I mean, obviously, Kraft mac and cheese. Oh, Kraft mac and cheese I has love gone down Kraft in history. It's really gone down in history. So anyway, corporations. We are at the Walt Disney World <laughs> Resort. Um, like I said, we are staring at the Magic, the Magic Kingdom. Kingdom. Highlights from yesterday. We literally got to do everything. What What was your highlights? My highlights was. I did multiple rides. I did Ratatouille and I did Tron Light Cycle Run, mm-hmm. both of which I had done in other countries. Yeah, international. And this is, you know, maybe underlining something about globalization that is oh good and bad. I don't know. But the fact that they were the same experience. Yes. Drag and drop. Drag and drop. Well, in, a, in a way that was actually comforting. Really? In a way that was comforting. 
So you feel like I feel like globalization is the way. Globalization is I the way think, forward. I think, I think every forward. country should have everything the same. We should all get the same. Okay. <laughs> This actually is rule of culture number 91. We Globalization should, is, is the, the path, path forward. forward. We, we should, should all get the same. same. Guardians of the really Galaxy do. Cosmic Rewind. Oh that was, that was artful. That was artful. Cosmic Rewind. I felt like I was going back to the dawn of time. Well, I have news for you, Queen. You went back there. I went back there and we got to write it twice. Both times we got the I same Ran So song. Far. I Ran So Far. By Flock of Seagulls. Flock of Seagulls, right? So basically, when you go on this ride, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, it is an, a massive, massive roller coaster that's indoors, and they launch you up. And in, in true Guardians fashion, there is like a classic song that plays during the ride. And we got I Ran So Far by Flock of Seagulls both times. Both times. We were told we could get Conga by Gloria Stefan. So you want to Matt I wanted really Conga. want Conga bad. I want Conga bad. Matt wanted Conga. I wanted... And because multiple people at work were like, I really hope you get this song. Uh-huh. Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears. That's a good one, too. And I, it's one of my favorite songs. I would love, love, love for that to be blasting in my ear as I sit on one of the craziest coasters I've ever It really on. was wild. And we're hopefully going to get to do it again. And I hope, can I tell you what I hope what happens? And let's get tactile. I hope that one time it's Conga and one time it's oh my God, everybody wants to rule the world. No, oh my God, we're crying. Wait, can we get tactile? We're touching. I think this is what Disney is all about. And it's about making memories with friends and people. Oh my God, thank you for saying that. <laughs> I also, that, yeah, it was an extremely fun day. What did you think of your experience on Rise of the Resistance, that billion dollar project? That billion dollar project, uh, the scale, I was just the, blown away the scale. by. Let's it, talk about the and Lula was obsessed with going inside, outside, inside, outside. Kind of didn't expect it to be like, this is the Ratatouille ride, but to a 20. These trackless vehicles. Trackless vehicles. I kind of am, I'm digging. I'm like, the power of magnets. Yeah, it's really wild. It's, I, I'm feeling like a juggalo because I'm going, magnets, how do they work? Now tell me how it works, magnet. <laughs> yeah, no, we're having a fabulous day. Today is going to be more of a chill, we sort of drink you know, around the world and drink around the live, world day. Live the world showcase. We're having an absolutely fabulous day. At the top of the episode, we mentioned the mother convention, which yes. was Megan Trainer was on Kelly Clarkson. And then you sort of had a meltdown. But I think we do have to face the fact that I think we started this mother thing with Megan Trainer. I don't think we did. I think we called Megan Trainer so mother more than and before anyone else. And now she has a full song called Mother. And basically what I'm saying is <clears throat> we are the we are the Chris Olsons who go unseen. We are the Chris Olsons who are <laughs> not her friend. Yeah. We are the Chris Olsons who are saying mother, 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 not on TikTok, sort of beyond TikTok. And so, there is a world yeah, beyond. There is a world beyond TikTok. And there lurk Matt and Bowen who have been saying Megan Trainer Mother for a long Who've time. Who've been on legacy media like <laughs> podcasts. Legacy for years. media. <laughs> Lost Culture is legacy, legacy media. media. And that's for the culture number 78. Lost, Lost Culture is, is legacy, legacy media. media. But um, whether we've been saying it as a joke or not, we have been saying it. Lost Culture is part of Big Money Players, is part of iHeartRadio, is part of say that is part of way story Rico. i know i've i've heard shiv say well we've got we've got lost culture yeah i think shiv is a huge reader shiv is a huge shiv reader. roy and is shiv a is, reader she's a katie shiv was kind of the one pulling the strings in terms of the deal being struck yes to yes. get lost culture on waystar 
she was like, these two are a path into a demographic we don't have. And listen, <laughs> we were at Disney when Carlson and Lemon were out. And yeah. that makes us two of the foremost journalists working right now. Wait, let's pivot to talk about this. So there's succession to discuss, and there's also the wild media Media day is we having had. a moment. Media is having a moment. That's actually the title of that. Media, media is, is having, having a, a moment. Because media had such a moment Monday, we're recording this Tuesday morning, at the Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, Florida. Which is media writ large. Yeah, and so this is our big media episode. <laughs> Lights, camera, action. Um, so yesterday, Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon out at Fox News and CNN, respectively. Other things also went down, but uh, we're focusing on these two because it was just wild. These like sort of controversial, polarizing, to say the least, talking heads on different ends of the political spectrum both got canned and neither of them saw it coming. Right. And I think both of them sort of felt like protected because why wouldn't they have already been given the boot? But both kind of messy girls in their own right. And let's get into it. Let's get into it because you're not right. to equate. Can we just say not to equate? Obviously not to equate. But for them to go, I never thought this could happen. Yeah. That means we're not safe. You and I, we oh, can be fired. after this episode, after iHeart listens to what we have to say about mm-hmm. the sponsors, they go, you're out. We are going to be lemoned, Carlsoned out of iHeart, which is our CNN, which is our Fox News. We thought we were like, we're good, babe. No, no, no one's safe. You are never safe. And if you're listening to this right now, I know last time I said, Katie, you're a finalist. Here's what I'm saying to you today. Katie, you're not safe. You might be on the chopping block. We're messing around, Katie. But Katie, I'm just saying, watch your back. <laughs> I'm saying the economy is not doing great. I'm saying we don't have the job security we think we do. No, we do not. Media Period. personalities, they're hunting us. <laughs> they are hunting media personalities, okay? And I'm really fearful, and I'm looking you wide-eyed. You and are. tell the readers how scared I look. You look very scared and scary, might I add. <laughs> might I add? I mean, look, they're giving everyone a podcast. They're giving Megan Phelps Roper a podcast these days yeah, to, what? to a podcast defending J.K. Rowling. Can we just everyone? Please, Wait, huh? Everyone, please. So, you know, this big witch trials of J.K. Rowling podcast that's like popping off. That's Ugh. Megan Phelps Roper. The former oh, is that Megan Phelps Roper. Wow. And, and she's coming at it from the angle of I know what it's like to be on either side to like persecute and be persecuted. And it's like, you know what it's like to be in a cult for years and brainwashed. And now you're only sort of better because you're just starting the building blocks of humanity. She is coming at it from an angle of, you need to be able to have reasoned, measured conversations with bigots because otherwise they won't listen to you. And ContraPoints did a second episode about J.K. Rowling within like the last three years. Oh, I saw this. Everyone should watch it. And the reason she's revisiting this idea is because of the witch trials of J.K. Rowling. But basically, she's being like, yes, it's an interesting point to make. It's a very attractive point to make to be like, Mm -hmm. you should actually be able to, like, have a a conversation with a person that you disagree with. Because otherwise, you know, like, what hope do we have? But that is to, like, make Megan Phelps Roper and J.K. Rowling the main characters of the story, which they are not. The main characters are people who are getting their rights taken away right. and no one is coming after these- and persecuted murdered exactly yeah like it's like no one is trying to actually kill jk Rowling. right 
or take her rights away or take her money away. Yeah, being in a Twitter fight constantly because of the things you post on yeah, that's Twitter not a is witch actually trial. not a hardship that's not or a witch, witch trial. It's you putting yourself out there and putting your views out there. And when people like are angry about it or feel hurt by it or offended by it or feel endangered by it, they actually are allowed to react as strongly as they want. It actually like really brought me back to like, not to like talk about this too much, but it's like, thank God for ContraPoints because I'm just like, oh, right, I needed to hear this because for a while I was like, I guess like I should try to figure out a way to like understand the way someone on the other side thinks Mm -hmm. and not to get like even too tribal in my own, like in the way I describe myself, like the other side, LOL. But I'm like, but it's not about that. Like that. I'm sorry. They are NPC. Correct. They are NPC. Well, the Megan Phelps Roper of it all always did interest me because she was so she went so hard in the paint for the Westboro Baptist Church right. and she was so unmovable that for her to then like, I think that she, like we're, the weird thing is she was like, I guess, de-radicalized online. Yes. Like, I believe she even ended up getting together with or marrying the person that ended up like, which is getting also- in her DMs and like being like, hey, if you want to talk about this, you are incorrect on in the way that you feel. Which and- is also like a weird little textural thing in it. It's like, yes. oh, the person who de-radicalized you y'all wanted to really marry like fuck each other in yeah the end. it's also again centering her perspective which is yes you were able to be de-radicalized online but that's also not necessarily what happened because what happened was you did media appearances on behalf of the westboro baptist church and then you got an overwhelmingly negative reaction which yeah. had to affect you initially right. to the point where then you saw the dm mm-hmm. and were like let me engage in this and you also i think love the attention of going back and forth it's that annoying thing that some people are where they're like you know contrarians and just want to fight to fight yeah. that was like, the energy like that she had like me and you on every episode of this podcast fighting. it's really just noise it's just fighting it's, fighting. it's just two people <laughs> fight it's just two gay guys fighting Squawkers. and the gay guys have such annoying voices <laughs> and just to hear them fight and squawk is so disgusting and they just want to hear themselves talk it's true these gay guys just want to hear it's themselves, themselves talk, talk. If everyone could leave a five-star review and say these gay guys just want to hear themselves talk on the podcast app, that would be amazing. That'd be amazing. These gay guys just want to hear themselves talk heart. <laughs> leave that at a five-star review. Bomb the ratings. Bomb the ratings. With five stars, though. And that's called a bomb. And that's called a bomb. But she's just, again, centering her own experience. Totally, Which totally. is like, I'm telling you, it can happen. It's like, yes, for you, but that's also not the full picture. Totally. And you wanted to fuck the guy. And it's also, yeah. What <laughs> Natalie Wynn does talk about that. It's like, this cannot be applicable to everybody because not everyone's going to marry the person that de-radicalizes Right. That's, yes. that's it. And also, I'm not saying Megan Phelps Roper is wretched. I'm saying she was wretched. Now she's like trying her best. But it's like, this is not the way for everyone. And like to sympathize with J.K. Rowling, who, again, also does not come from your position because you were living in a relative state of like isolation. J.K. Rowling has had the entire world at her fingertips and all the resources at her fingertips to educate herself, refuses or digs in. It just shows her true, like, inherent privilege and evil at this point. So, again, it's completely different. It's, I don't really use this word too much, but the flop. Thes- it's flop. <laughs> and I never say that word. The, the takeaway, the headline from this ContraPoints that just came out is this person is evil. Yeah. It's an evil person. We're like, this is wild. Yeah. And again, I don't really. I, you don't say evil. I don't say evil too much. Only when um, <laughs> when we saw Kylo Ren yesterday in the Rise of the Resistance, said, Bowen actually screamed the word evil. And it was 
I just I'm really excited for Wicked. That's I'm, all I'm gonna say. I'm just really excited for Wicked. If yesterday Bowen Yang screaming the word evil was a glimpse at his performance in Wicked Part One and Two, gonna wait have to wait till Thanksgiving next year for that one. Then we are in for a spectacular treat. Alphaba stood no chance <laughs> when Fanny was in the room. Wow, um, I can't believe that you as someone... This is, I guess, acting, right? So Bowen Yang, like, I think, really spiritually kind of is Elphaba. And oh like, you have the God. power of Elphaba. And you know that Elphaba's good. But you as the actor playing Fanny, you have to eschew all that. You have to go in and you have to say have things to like Elphaba evil. My biggest line, my moment is a tight single on me. A tight uh, close-up on me. And I go, Elphaba evil! <laughs> And then that ends. That ends part You're one. You're so good. <laughs> I get why you booked this. You're so good. <laughs> Full of shit. I'm not. No, You're so good. And no, like, you did. No, you can't do this. I can do whatever I want. I'm good too. <laughs> I know. Can I audition? Yes. Okay. Ready? Hold on. I have to drop in. This okay, is okay, a okay, really hard part for me. I'm not going to. It's you. not a natural fit. That's why I didn't book. Okay. Alphaba. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You're influencing me. Oh, sorry. We haven't shot that yet. Oh, I we haven't. We haven't shot my alphabet your, evil. It I says, don't want to mess your process. On the call sheet, it says, Fanny looks to camera, says alphabet evil. Alphabet evil. Oh, I will say, I will say, day. this is some BTS, and, and it's not revealing too much. There have been moments where I've like, where Cynthia and I, sorry, oh my God, this sounds so annoying. But I mean, she's your co-star in the yeah, film. Yeah. It's not that weird. She and I have like, between takes, but like, I've been like, this feels really bad and I'm really sorry. My character has had to be the cruel to her. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought you were talking about your own acting. Oh, like, no, no, You oh, turning no, 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 to no. Cynthia, and you're like, oh, I'm, uh, so, I'm so bad. bad. Like, you have, <laughs> like, one fifteenth the size of the part of the street. Like, oh, God. I'm, I'm, like I'm, I'm not sucky. as good as you. I'm, I'm not, not as good, good as, as you. you. And she's like, it's okay, darling. Oh, I wish I was nominated for an Oscar like you. <laughs> I'm Tony like, winner. Tony winner. No, I was like, it was a scene where, like, you have to be cruel I have to, to be, her. Like, cruel, and I'm like, this feels really bad in, like, my bones. And she's like, I know, darling. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. I'm this terrible British accent, but she's, she can like, she's amazing. I yeah. Oh her. my gosh. What it must be like to have those actors what it must stomp be. around you. And like I said, I'm sh- I'm bringing a crossbow to set. I'm not bringing a gun to set anymore because that you know it's it's a little extreme. But I am bringing a crossbow to set to shoot down the drones that y'all keep sending into the premises. Stop sending drones into that artistic environment, okay? Please. There were no drones in Oz. No. You're breaking the spell, dear. There were no drones in Oz. There, there was drones. one liar, man no. behind the curtain, who lied to everyone. Lied to he everyone. said he was really Oz. He was just a man. No, no, More no, on no, that no, later no, next no, year. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. 
style. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, I'm Matt Rogers from Las Culturistas. And I'm Bowen Yang. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the U.S.? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. In every episode, hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of laundry and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia and Intuit QuickBooks. For your next project, check out Canva's Magic Design. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. To start with a prompt, describe your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides in seconds. Choose your favorite style, customize your content, and your deck is done. It's a serious time saver and the perfect way to get a head start on your slides. No more app switching. Stay focused on the presentation task at hand with AI power inside your presentations. Canva also has Magic Write. MagicWrite is easy to learn and easy to use. Might be the easiest AI text generation tool you've ever used. If you can use a computer, you can confidently generate text in seconds with MagicWrite. Work docs have been the same for too long. Canva docs are different. They're visual. Grab readers' attention with images, charts, tables, and videos playable right in the doc. Docs don't have to be just words on a page. Make your work docs pop with Canva docs. Canva is designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva is perfect for any work task, sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it, anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. Do we feel we covered the Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon thing? Um, yeah. Do we care? So basically, here's the deal. Do- Tucker Carlson's awful, and finally, even Fox News couldn't stand him anymore and kicked him the fuck out. And it's just like, I guess they, uh, ultimately, because they lost money or whatever, or they couldn't stand it anymore. But it's but the Dominion lawsuit. It's like, oh, this man law has lied and lied and lied and yes, lied. Yes, yes, yes. Like, Dominion we're Dominion moving lawsuit. away from that. It's, it's both of these networks like being like, oh, let's r- change course. Let's not be crazy 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 yeah. which is for it to be beyond the pale for fox news is like lol yeah and then for cnn it's like he's chaotic don lemon well don lemon is like unfortunately he represented this like left-leaning voice that was like super opinionated and i think now cnn's whole thing is like mm. we don't want either side to be overrepresented and so we're just gonna find now we're gonna find personalities who can moderate discussions between both sides which i think is kind of like an such an eye roll yeah but if you read the article it's like he had said like wild things about women like you know whatever like saying like uh, nikki haley was quote past her prime or whatever but that was like the tip of the iceberg it's like if you really read between the lines like don lemon got fired for doing gay shit behind the scenes (laughs) 
like for doing like woman hating gay shit. To do like like mean gay shit. Mean that's what that's what you were saying yesterday. It was mean gay shit because he was like literally like sabotaging these women's careers. Allegedly. Allegedly at CNN. And Matt and I were like, that's such mean gay. That like that it gives mean gay. Outdated like data lounge mean gay shit. Like, oh, like boomer ass mean gay shit. And not to this is not to like, you know, be ageist, but it's like there is a like I thought it was a generational kind of gay man who was like, oh, you think that about women? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, it's giving that. Yeah. And honestly, it's like, it's kind of wild, though. Like, a few years ago, these people that were on air, they're completely gone. Like, Cuomo, he's uh-huh, out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now Don Lemon and Tucker Carlson. Like It's, it's a witch hunt. It's a witch hunt. <laughs> I'm telling you, media personalities are under attack. attack. Media figures are not safe. If you were a media figure, Katie, listening to this, turn around and look behind you. Make sure there's no one with a knife to stick in your back, Katie. You're gorgeous. Katie back your gorgeous back this is quickly another thing that um contrapoints is talking about like she like mm. she like talks about like anita bryant in the beginning speaking of florida oh, damn she's like and it's again i hate that i'm even bringing this up but it is this other it's this other way of like representing this idea that like cancel culture is like this thing that like has always existed yeah. it's like anita bryant was being virulently homophobic everyone was like your career's over babe yeah like everyone like and especially gay men obviously around the country were like boycott the fucking orange juice yeah we're not watching your stupid little movies anymore like you're done in this business and yeah. it's like burn a woman for like being a witch back at the, whatever i this is no no 100 i'm like I, connecting I, different dots but it's like yeah this is the human condition is that we like kill each other that's it like that was really powerful <laughs> when you said that this is the human, human condition, condition that we kill, kill each, each other. other. That's rule culture number 50. This, this is the, the human, human condition, condition that we kill, kill each other. other. You're correct, though, in that like this, people have always been, if they've done something incorrect, they've always had consequences for it. It's just that now there's so many people that we know about and there's the information spread is so immediate and so wide and like, you know, it's so easy to find out about these things that we just hear it so much that we're saturated with this idea that people being fucked up because there's a lot of fucked up people in the world get like fired or tossed or, you know, forgotten about or deleted from the (laughs) internet. How do you feel about the loss of the blue checks? Should we have pour one out for the blue checks? Pour one out for the blue checks, everybody. We have our iced coffee. We have our iced coffee. I'm not going to pour them out in the resort, but. But no, but, and it just, you know, in, in spirit, we're pouring one out for the for, Hope everyone feels good out there and safe on the internet. Safe. Be careful. It's, it's tough. It's a lot of news outlets are ditching Twitter, which, you know, before an election, before a general election is tough. It's, it's a tough one. I think the future is looking like it might be a rocky road. It might be a rocky road. And this Media's is where, having we're really a getting moment. political in DeSantis country of all places. I can't even speak about that demon, Ron Death Santis. Death Santis traveling the world right now for no good reason. Ugh, he's on the campaign trail. Governors doing international trips. Just to pivot, I don't think so, honey. To pivot to more happy news. Um, you mentioned you listened to a couple of songs from Miss Clarkson. She's released some singles. And can I point out something? Yeah. In the song Me, she literally sings an Adore Delano musical melody and line. What is it? Well, Adore goes, When you love me. Mm-hmm. What does Kelly sing in that? She, she goes, she, she goes when, when I got me. But I think she and also. Then, and she goes, When I got me. She does a whole like fucking run. She's she's giving the vocals, and you notice her gospel vocals on it. Yeah, like bury myself, like that, like uh, yeah, she's yeah, giving, yeah. Like, That's her big vibrato gospel influence vocals. Yeah, before the choir even comes in, we're talking about me now, which is the 
I don't need somebody to hold me. Oh, um, that is she's giving vocals for sure on both tracks, but that I just noticed that she's kind of like leaning into her her gospel vocal influence, and on mine, that's more of just like a what would you call that? My, I don't. It's like an alternative pop song. It's I like it, so. it changes tempos at the bridge, which was really I shook love me up. Love that. I think my favorite out of the two is mine. Yes. I just think it's really obviously her voice. And you know what I love about the Kelly Clarkson songs that have just been released? Her vocals are in front of the production in a way that you yes. do not hear. Like it doesn't sound like, and I'm not dragging anyone, but it doesn't sound like eight different voices all being heard underwater like a lot of the pop girls now it's just Mm -hmm. like we're into the vocal layering and the production like being a major like you know it's like a landscape whereas this is like the vocal yeah and then very spare instrumentation behind it like there's a drum kit which i love like you know there's a bass that like sounds great but like it's really about her voice and the the lyrics which is i think the direction we've wanted even dialed Dialed in that direction from the last, even from Meaning of Life, certainly uh-huh. from Piece by Piece, where Piece by Piece was a lot of production. Yeah. And Meaning of Life was like, I'm obviously, you're obviously the bigger well, Kelly scholar. Always, Meaning of Life was like definitely more a vocal event and it was like genre wise stuff that she wanted to do more yes, because yes, it yes. was like soulful rock pop, which is sort of like what she's always wanted to do i right, think right, like right. she said it was more of a throwback to what she sang on american yes. out of the show where she was like you know i used to sing aretha franklin like most of the time and like there was r&b infused pop rocks that was had soul that's kind of what her thing is and now i think what we're seeing is i feel like either she's trusted to or not expected to do the pop thing or she's just yes, trusted to yes. do what she wants to do and so now we're getting more vocal driven right. music from her which is good and it's not like my life would suck no. without you which is really wasted on a voice like hers totally. which has so much texture and versatility that for her to sing these like pop songs with you know only six different notes in them Mm-hmm. which are actually harder to sing live and not as fun to hear live. Yeah. Like, of course, we love the anthems. We love Since You've Been Gone. We love all the old Kelly Obviously. bops, but like her voice is just better than that. Yes. And I think now an audience, the audience knows this is like her first batch of original music since like Kelly Yoki really became a thing, mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah. And like, I think now people understand her to be like, oh, she's a vote. She can, of course she can sing. Like yeah. She won American Idol, but like yeah. she can sing any song, yeah. any version, genre of song by any artist. So for her to choose this as her own thing yeah. is meaningful and important. And I think a message is being sent to, to us yes. uh, as a general public to be like, oh, okay, this is an interesting direction for her to go in. It really is interesting. Well, we were, we were, um, by the way, happy birthday, Kelly. It was your birthday happy on birthday. Monday. People have been saying for years, like, oh, why doesn't she do like an Adele thing? Why doesn't she do like an Adele thing? And it's like, Adele can do an Adele thing because she started as doing mm-hmm, an Adele thing and mm-hmm. people wanted her to do that. Like it's taken Kelly a long time yes. to be able to do this because yes. she was still like servicing like the pop machine. Like this is my heartbeat song. And it's yeah. like it, songs that you don't even remember. Right, right, right. Whereas like now, now that she's not expected to be on pop radio, I don't think, which is, you know, a problem in and of itself that has to do with ageism and all all sorts of bullshit. Yeah. Um, like it's sort of nice, at least for fans of hers that actually like to listen to, you know, her sing and like things that are meaningful to her that she's able to do this now. Yeah. And we're gonna go see her in Vegas. Very, very excited. 
That's going to be the gag. Do you I sh- did get intel. I was going to say, do you want to share this intel? Because the first thing this morning, Matt and I get up to go get coffee. Matt gasps. Looks yeah. like this one gasps. Says, I have intel from this event. So I have, I, I had a plant at the Kelly Clarkson show at the Belasco Theater early in the week. And she did the whole album front to back. And I think she's not doing music videos for the album. I think she's like entirely doing her own thing for it. And what she wanted to do was she wanted to sing the album front to back um, at the Blasco Theater. And it was filmed. And I guess it will be released at some point. But this is the intel that I got for what happened. This person said, um, this person will remain nameless if they know who they are. They're a legend. OMG, I think you will love the new album. It was truly spectacular. She performed the entire thing. A lot more upbeat than I expected. I think my fave was Rock Hudson. There's a song called Rock I, Hudson. I'm obsessed that she has a song called Rock Hudson. She says something like, piece by piece, I became my own hero and I love when artists are self-referential like that. Mm-hmm. Another highlight was Def Lighthouse. It's a good title. Mm-hmm. I would say that this was the most painful lyrically. I def cried during that one. It's one of her more emotionally charged albums, I would say. Then there's a song called Red Flag Collector. Love it. She prefaced <laughs> it by saying, Mama was angry, y'all. Yep. Skip this part. She had to restart twice because she got so emotional. It was another heartbreaker for sure about wanting to skip the hard part after a breakup. Title track, she said, was her Jeff Buckley moment. So what does that mean? So it's, I don't know. I think, I think it's more like acoustic. Oh, I see. I see. I see. see. Magic. It's called. I also thought it was sweet. She prefaced that by saying the song was about like, if I died tomorrow, at least I experienced magic. Then Sheila E features on a song. She came out and they did a couple songs. Sheila E. Sheila E. That's major. And then, um, you know, he's obviously said that her voice sounded amazing, but the magic part really got me because I remember thinking that. And we're at Disney of all places. I know to hear that there was a song called Magic at Disney, but like the concept of like, because I did think that a couple times. I, I was like, oh well, you know what? If it's over, at least I got that moment of like mm-hmm. it feeling really good. And I guess that's what the whole concept of chemistry is, right? It's like. You know, you get to experience what it's like to be really wrapped up in something and someone and it feels like an invincible feeling. And then even though it's gone, like at least you got to experience it. Yeah. And skipping the hard part, you know, skip this part Mm -hmm. feels very hashtag relatable. Hashtag relatable. And and people are forgetting hashtag relatable. You think that relatability (laughs) culture is going to come back in a major way? I think it's never left. (laughs) <laughs> I think we're always in it. I think we're always we in it. We always appreciate relatable. Who is the most relatable queen? Honestly, maybe Kelly. Maybe she is. Maybe it's Kelly. And I, it's not recency bias. It's just, it's Kelly. Sheila E, that's very exciting. Sheila E, Percussionist legend. legend of course. Le- percussionista. Percussionista. We're actually so excited to announce that the Percussionista Award... Is going goes to, to Sheila, Sheila E. e. Congratulations, Sheila. Congratulations, Sheila. You a are a finalist and a winner at the same time. Did you see that the readers are sort of discussing oh. that there's a four quadrants now? It's sort of become the Hufflepuff, the Hufflepuff, oh, no. the Hogwarts houses. Damn it. So now it's <laughs> unfortunately, well, we can take it back. No, no, no. People are identifying in one of four ways. A Katie, a, Katie, a reader, a, a finalist, or a publicist. And it was so <clears throat> fascinating. I saw some conversation online about how people felt they fell into different boxes, and it was very equal. Really? Yes. I, here's what I think the difference is. A Katie is that person who listens, and they're feeling like very comfortable and at home in it, yeah. and they're saying, yes, yes, back to the podcast yes. when we speak. Yes. I think a reader 
is someone who is diligent and consuming. This is huge. This is so major that you're actually defining it. Please. And I think a reader dil- is diligent and consuming and is obtaining information. Yes, yes. And they are the ones who go out and they're, they're doing it like to fill out the cultural self. Yes. The publicist. publicist is, I think, someone who takes information from this and takes things from this and they go out and spread gospel. That's interesting. Publicizing. Does it also work the other way where I feel like I learn so much from publicists. I'm, I'm saying the publicists in the Los Culturistas yes. sense where so many publicists reach out to me and they go here's some information for you that mm-hmm. I think you might enjoy. And I go, oh, yes. I would have never known. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. And I appreciate them so much equally as the others, but there's a certain thing that publicists do yeah. and that really I appreciate. That makes them different from a Katie or a reader. Exactly. And finally, a finalist is I think someone who comes late and actualized to the podcast and they feel as though this is something they can add to their media diet that gives them another weapon in their already completed arsenal. Wow. I think a finalist is an elder. That. That. Say that. That's, that's just beautiful. how I feel about it. But maybe you can interpret it differently. No, no, no. I, I think that's a great... Clearly, you've thought about this. Yeah. and in, uh, Well, I mean, I was just so enthralled by the readers sort of going about their sort of identity. They were finding their identity in an interesting way. And I loved watching it. And mm-hmm. I love to see it. And and one thing that's coming back, I love to see it. I love to see it. Now, we we do want to address something. We, we wanted to get on this sooner. Mm. There seems to be a lot of confusion about the quote-unquote ticketing oh, system Jesus. for yeah. the Culture Awards this summer, June 17th, mm-hmm. Damrosh Park at Lincoln Center. We are so sorry that people ended up waiting hours and hours on a queue. The queue system is just to apparently view the website. Yeah, that was it. I mean, so basically what you need to know is that this is a free event and you just have to show up at it. You just have to show up at it. There is on Monday, June 12th, the opportunity to claim tickets on the website. So that is something that if you go back to the Lincoln Center Summer for the City website and go to the event listing, that is maybe an opportunity to claim tickets. But we have on good authority that most people who came and waited standby last year got in. Yeah. So come a little bit early if you want. A lot of people describe positive experiences, meeting other readers, other Katie's, readers Katie's publicists, publicists, finalists. And that was, you know, a, such a fun night. So yeah, we really, oh my God. if you can make it, we would love to have you there. And announcements coming soon about nominees and presenters, special guests. But sorry that it's a little bit more confusing than it needs to be. But that's only because it's actually way easier than it needs to be ultimately, which is really you just show up. You just show up. And or on June 12th, you can procure some sort of ticket. Yes. But and yeah. I don't think so, honey. People going, oh, boy, genius is that. I mean, you paid money for that. And yeah. um, you might see him again. Yeah. You won't see us again ever. All I'm saying is I see Boy Genius pop up all the time. Okay. Boy Genius is going to keep performing. Las Culturistas may never perform again. That's true. We may never perform Media again. Media personalities are under attack, including us. Are we in a feud with Boy Genius now? We'll lose. We'll lose. We can't be the, the biggest moonest stands in the world and then also be in a feud with Boy Genius. Did I get into like that I went to Coachella, Coachella and everything? Yeah. Did I get into that? But you, but you That's can, how, get into it more. Please. Well, I'm just saying like one of the great moments was watching Muna just absolutely destroy oh and then God. Boy Genius all came out. Well, Phoebe came out obviously first during Silk Chiffon. Uh-huh. Which yesterday Bowen Yang was in his poncho and I said, oh my God, Silk Chiffon. I didn't hear that. Oh, that's how... You were, but you were in your poncho, and I said, "Oh, maybe it was Dave." And I said, "Silk." 
shitborn. And um, <laughs> it was just a little joke we were doing joke. <laughs> about how our ponchos at, at Disney World were made of silk chiffon. But anyway, um, so soft. Phoebe came out, and then all of Boy Julian Genius came out, and, and it was just Lucy, like yeah. watching the six of them all together was powerful. just so fun. It was that powerful, powerful. So proud of everyone. So, so overjoyed. Seriously. So overjoyed. I said powerful lesbian energy, powerful by queer energy. Queer energy. Say it. Say the word queer. Say the word. Queer is here. Can we just say roller coaster number 98. Queer, queer is here. here. Should, should we move on to I don't think so, honey? Did, we, did you want to have, do you want to say anything about succession? I need to catch up. I do want to say, oh my gosh, everyone better start watching Mrs. Davis on Peacock. Oh yeah, get into it because now you've seen it too. I've only seen the first episodes because I went to the premiere. I'm on I'm, I'm on episode three. I still have to finish up uh, this week's, the, the premiere batch of episodes. Mm-hmm. I, this is right up my alley. So good. It's so excellent. I knew you'd like it. These oh excellent performances across the board. Betty Gilpin. Yeah. Crown Woo! it. Crown it. I Crown said to it. her, I was like, you know, yet again, you find a way to make every choice brand new. She's so just idiosyncratic, but also it's still, it is that thing of like character actress. I was just going to say. Like is lead in a way where it's always interesting and specific. And like uh, she has found yet another project that is interesting and specific and that she fits into perfectly. Yep. And we are lucky to have a show this cool and fun and different that's led by this cool and fun and different of a performance. Yep. And it's it's kind of has to be seen to be believed. It's 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 one of those things I can't explain super easily, but that's like the Damon Lindelof of it all. Yep. Which if you were a Damon Lindelof fan, this is capital F, capital Y for you. Yep. And also you'll be thrilled to know, I mentioned this on the podcast, that it's the funniest he's been because he is a funny person. He's a funny person. And credit to Tara Hernandez, who was yes. co co-creator on the show. Who yes. He, I think he said that like, I'm not the funny one. That's her. I'm the weird one. But I feel like the, his weirdness and his like grandiosity in terms of his storytelling is a perfect match for this yeah. kind of humor that is like weird, but not like weird in like the... I don't know. And it's like, not like esoteric weird. It's like quirky weird this time. It's like, you know what I'm saying? But and not, and even quirky feels like... Quirky is like a slur. I don't like quirky, quirky at a slur. all. It's, it's like rule of culture number nine. Quirky, quirky is, is a slur. slur. We have to get rid of quirky. And I literally, I hate that I even no, said No, 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 no. But it's, it's because that word has been burrowed into our psyches. Yeah. And it's tactile. like, we need to like let it go. I, I hate quirky. I hate quirky. No one's quirky. No one is. Ugh, quirky died in like... The early 2000s with, and this is not a pejorative, I'm not shitting on this movie, but Quirky died with like 500 Days of Summer. Like, we did Quirky, we moved on. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, And yeah. I love 500 Days of Summer, but I feel like in that, it's like it died with the Matic Pixie Dream Girl. You know what I mean? Like, Quirky is, ugh. I, don't, I just, I hate Quirky. I hate Quirky. I don't like Twee. <laughs> Can I say? I think me, you, and Sudi are all on that. Oh, on we, that we are so anti-Twee. I know, I know. But, oh my God, Mrs. Davis is excellent. Oh my God. I, before you move on, I don't think so, honey. We all need to be listening to Flow. Mm. Their EP has been out for like about a year at this point, but I think they've done live shows recently, and specifically in New York, though. So again, this is a very like solipsistic, like, oh, if it happened in New York, then it actually happened. But um, at least in New York, I feel like, and because I've been out this week, I'm, I'm off of work and like I'm like being social again. Like everyone's like, have you been listening to Flow? And mm. I'm like, Yes. And um, excellent, excellent, tight harmonies, tight girl group vibes, Y2K throwback. Love it. Yeah, it really is giving like 
Destiny's Child back in the day. Like it's actually, I think, directly inspired by that. It's directly inspired by like Destiny's Child, 3LW, yeah. TLC, which is fun. SWV. It's like that. Me and Nick Laughlin were kind of like, oh, it should be called FLO, but it, it is pronounced flow. Oh, okay. And that tradition of like three letters or whatever, and yeah. you say each of them individually, but it's flow. Okay. Um, and it's not even like their initials or anything. It's just flow. But I love yeah, it. And the- Excellent. There's some like very, very little mix vocal quality yes, in there yes. too. So if, if you're looking for a girl group, uh-huh. you found it. You found it. At- and it was the Bo and Yang who pointed you no, there. No, no, no. It was. They, it was. They've been around. But I did write them off as like, unfortunately, I did write them off as like algorithm artists. I was like, okay, this mm. is this is like. Well, that happens all the time. It happens all the time. And look, we love them. But I was like, okay, like I'm going to add this to my library. I'm going to let it sit and then I'm going to see. You know, sometimes you need something to cook in the library for a little bit before it like really works its way into like your rotation. Yeah. And it's really worked its way. There's one song that I really like that's come out, which is like, and it's like pretty a generic pop song. I don't know if you've Uh heard it. It's called Lost the Breakup by Maisie Peters. Um, It's like Carly Rae Jepsen. I love it. I love the sound. Okay, great. It's just a cute little song with a very nice little bridge, and um, she like I think a couple people have compared the the writing to like Taylor Swift. It's sort of like if Taylor Swift like being like Taylor Swift, yeah, meet like a British version of Carly Rae Jepsen. That's kind of what her voice sounds like. But she's got a cute little song out called "Lost the Breakup," and I've been listening to it a lot. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, I'm Matt Rogers from Las Culturistas. And I'm Bowen Yang. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the U.S.? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. In every episode, hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of laundry and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia and Intuit QuickBooks. 
For your next project, check out Canva's Magic Design. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. To start with a prompt, describe your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides in seconds. Choose your favorite style, customize your content, and your deck is done. It's a serious time saver and the perfect way to get a head start on your slides. No more app switching. Stay focused on the presentation task at hand with AI power inside your presentations. Canva also has Magic Write. Magic Write is easy to learn and easy to use. Might be the easiest AI text generation tool you've ever used. If you can use a computer, you can confidently generate text in seconds with Magic Write. Work docs have been the same for too long. Canva docs are different. They're visual. Grab readers' attention with images, charts, tables, and videos playable right in the doc. Docs don't have to be just words on a page. Make your work docs pop with Canva docs. Canva is designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva is perfect for any work task, sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it, anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I think it's time for I Don't Think So, Honey, which is sort of the the thing that we uh, do every episode, yeah. I'd say, Bo. It's kind of the thing that's been constant. All right, so now I'm trying... I've just had such a wonderful few days that... And also, by the way, let me just mention, and I can't believe I didn't mention this because we got directly into the culture, but my sister got married this week. <gasps> And Chelsea oh Rogers God. is now Chelsea Frazier. Chelsea Frazier. And it was such a lovely day. Uh-huh. And my sister was the chillest, coolest, most gorgeous bride ever. She looked amazing. Everyone was so happy. Peter, her husband, was so emotional throughout the ceremony. Uh-huh. And I'm just so happy. I got to officiate the wedding. It was the first time I'd ever done that. And um, I said in my speech, like, what I was most impressed about by them and, like, uh, what I loved about them so much is the peace that they give each other. That's they so just, beautiful. They just truly live such a peaceful, like loving, supportive life. And I think that that is something that in a partnership, like is a value that I think often gets overlooked is does the person make you feel calm and make you feel at peace mm. and make, and I, I've just, there's such an emblem of that for me. And so I, I tried to infuse that in my speech a little bit and just that they're motivated by time spent together. And I said, you know, I'm just proud of them and happy for them that they found someone that they can start now. And it's like the beginning of a lifetime of more time. Like, I just think that that's such a, a great, beautiful thing. So I just wanted to celebrate my sister, my little sister who got oh married, my, my one sister. And we had a beautiful wedding in St. Pete, Florida, friends and family dancing the night away. And of course, you know, the DJ got it crunk. Yeah. When, crunk. Because you know, like, it's that thing of like, at weddings that you go to for people our age, sort yeah. of the high school music comes back. Uh-huh. When I tell you that like Ying Yang Twins, Little John was playing at this wedding and I look over and I just see like my Aunt Maureen and Aunt Patty and it's just like, wow, to the windows, to the wall, you listen yeah. to this music and you're like, this really was everywhere. And if you were not comfortable with it, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Listen, if you hate it, if you had, and I'm sorry to bring this back up, if you have misophonia, and the whisper song came on. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. That's actually real culture number 88. If, <laughs> if you, you have, have misophonia and, and the, the whisper, whisper song came on, R.I.P. Um, That's beautiful. And you failed to mention on the pod, and you failed to mention, you kind of buried this. What did I bury? Lead. You were like, oh, Chelsea was the chill spread. I was like, I believe it. Mm-hmm. And then you tell me last night in dinner, her plumbing went out oh, three yeah. days before the wedding and she had to get well water to like clean herself yeah. and she did not let that affect the mood at all. She was like, yeah, yeah, my water went out. Like, yeah, well, she, I could tell she was stressed 
Um, but she was basically like, yeah, the water went out in like her apartment complex. Oh my God. Goes out and gets water from like somewhere, brings it into the bathroom so she can literally flush a toilet. And then a frog jumped out of the, of the the bucket. Like, cause the frog had been in the water that she got. And she was literally like, it was giving Amelia Bedelia. It was giving ack, 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 plate spinning that vibe. But and imagine getting married forty eight hours later. Just imagine. She's probably one of the first people in history who had a frog, a fucking frog, jump out her toilet. It was unreal. days before they got married. It was just unreal. And Katie's, I mean, that is a true testament to how chill this bride was. It's Chelsea Frazier. Say it loud. Say it proud. It's so Chelsea weird that she has Frazier. a different last name. You know, I almost didn't assume that she would take it. Chelsea Frazier, I love. Chelsea Frazier's great. I mean, it's kind of a even trade with Chelsea Rogers, Chelsea Frazier. You, it's a, yeah. it, you kind of make the same mouth sounds. Like, you, the oral posture is the same. Frazier, yeah. Rogers. Well, she married Brendan Frazier. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, it's so fun. We love having him <laughs> in the family. He doesn't, Congrats love, my, he doesn't love my take on the whale, but that's just one of the things family will have that's to get over. family. You know? Like, I'm so happy to have my brother-in-law, Brendan Frazier, <laughs> around now. Well, it's I Don't Think So Honey time. This is I Don't Think So Honey, the 60-second segment where Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers, that's us, actually, if you were confused. We take 60 seconds to rail against something in culture that needs a railing, okay? Sort of like us. High five. I need Period. It. I actually would love that soon. I would love that. Well, you have some time. How much longer do you have time off? Depends on if the strike oh, happens. Yes. There might be a strike, and then Bowen Yang can get railed all the doodah day. I would love that fingers crossed I would, lo- I would love to get railed for labor solidarity by the way i would like to say in a real way you know we voted yes on that strike authorization Absolutely. we are in big big support of the wga we're actually both members and we will be hitting the streets to pick it post haste and we hope that everything works out for the best but we are ready the 2.5 percent of people who voted no in the guild i go okay yeah what happened there i don't know i mean they must have their reasons maybe it was a slip of the finger on the website no i think some people are like some people are like no we can't do that yeah i feel they have good reasons for it which let's not get into it maybe um, i mean maybe those are like literally all of like the studio execs who like happen to be in in the guild in the guild and also are represented by mptp i'll say this there was one tweet and you know, take it with a grain of salt. But there was one from a particular show where apparently a lot of writers on this one particular very popular comedy show voted no. Mm. And I'll let the readers and the Katie's and the publicists and the finalists all do cheers. Their, it was cheers. I'll let them all do their own digging on that. But I thought it was interesting, and I didn't dive deep enough to like really understand what was happening. But it seemed like there's one comedy show out there that's super popular, critically and like you know commercially, where more than one person voted no. Hmm. Anyway, before we move on, speaking of writers, I need to read this like piece on Vulture about um the Who Jackie of it all. What's and this? I didn't realize that Who Jackie was like such a prolific urban legend at this point in terms uh-huh. of comedy writing. Where there's apparently a story of so this is back in the days of Roseanne. I'm literally asking Who Jackie. So Roseanne back in the day, like peak Roseanne, right? Roseanne Barr would bring in like the writers room would be like thirty people. She would just bring in like random ass people she saw at the club and like uh, it, they'd be hired for like 10 episodes and then they'd be like fall away as soon as they came. And like people would be like, oh, wait, that person worked for us. And so the Norm MacDonald was describing this. This is like the origin of the legend. Mm-hmm. There's this one writer who's who gets brought in is like this, like some comic from some club that Roseanne must have seen. Doesn't say a peep for two years, two full seasons is in the writer's room. Doesn't pitch, doesn't really doesn't say anything. Right. 
And this this will sound familiar in a second. And then one day, they're like trying to come up with like, you know, story ideas for the episodes. And then one day this writer finally like says something and goes, what about an episode where <laughs> like John Goodman's character comes home and he sees Roseanne, he catches Roseanne watching her big fat ass in the sink. Washing her big, big fat, fat ass, ass in, in the, the sink. sink. And they've, they've literally done like a 30 Rock episode about this. Where like, like, hasn't like, haven't you heard like, yeah, she's, she's washing her ass in the sink. Like it comes from this story. And then they're like, oh, that's kind of crazy. Like, I don't think we can show that. And then this writer goes, well, it's not Roseanne. You find out it's her twin sister. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then they're like, oh, well, Roseanne already has a sister, you know. Rose- Canonically. You know, we already have Jackie. And then the writer goes, who Jackie? Has been in there for two years. Who Every Jackie? character has been discussed. Oh my God. Who Jackie? Who Jackie? Who Jackie? <laughs> I love Who Jackie. So, but like, I've heard some version of, like, it does sound familiar. Like, it's a very, like, it's like a co- comedy inside joke thing of, like, comedy writer, let's say, inside joke thing of, like. Of Who Jackie? Of, like, you know, the man who comes home and catches the wife washing her big fat ass in the sink. Yeah. Like, that, I think, has, like, really, like, stayed <laughs> stayed around for decades. And I'm like, that's where it's from. And I, I don't know. There's, like, there's this whole, like, journalistic, like, oral history or whatever uh, on Vulture about, like, because everyone claims to have been in that room. And, like, again, like, there the were, like, Jackie room. the Who Jackie room. There, but, there, again, there were, like, 30 people in that room, at least. And, like, but, like, over the years, like, this story has, like, warped where, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people have been like, I was there when Who Jackie happened. But it's like, no, you weren't. Well, Isn't that interesting? I have to say for that writer who said, who did say who Jackie, what he needs to be is fairly paid on residuals. Thank you. I don't know on where streaming. I don't know where Roseanne is getting played. <laughs> but that person it's beside the point that person needs to be who Jackie writer needs to be more fairly paid on residuals. Yes. Did I ever tell you about Years ago, I knew someone who wrote on Joan Cusack's sitcom in the 90s. Oh, my God. And apparently one day she came into the writer's room and was like really frazzled and like not happy with what the writers were doing. And they were like, why? And she said, there's just too much conflict. And they said, huh? She said, yeah, there's too much conflict. Can't I just come in and jump on the bed? (laughs) And they were like, Joan, that's not really how like episodic television sitcom comedy works like there needs to be conflict (laughs) in the episode because that's actually where the comedy comes from and that's how storytelling works she was like well i don't know i just want to jump on the bed that's the thing is like when you build a show around an actor sometimes they have actor brain and they want to come in and jump on their bed and my other favorite thing a good friend of ours was writing on a show with two actors (laughs) <laughs> um and she asked the vibe of another writer she's like what do they like what do they do and the writer says to them you know this really is just an excuse for them to make their noises oh <gasps> i'll tell you off air listen an actor's brain can be so beautiful and so <laughs> complex and i will watch any actor interview actor roundtable whatever mm. sometimes an actor brain is so silly. So small. So small. <laughs> not, and it's not, it's Carrie not, Underwood, so small. Not not a dig at Joan Cusack, obviously. No, she's legend. a gorgeous brain. Oh my God. Have we ever talked about Kristen, the Kristen Chenoweth sitcom on NBC that was oh lasted God, one season? Oh God, no. Was she on that? Was Joan Cusack on that? No, she was not on that. But I'm just saying like, I, I miss when we built a sitcom around one person for like a fun voice they had. Well, stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> um... <laughs> 
Okay, so it's, I don't think so, honey. I think I'm ready. I think I have something that I could do. Oh, and I have my phone's here, actually. Oh, great. You appeared. A wild phone appeared. A wild Pokemon phone reference. Appeared. Pokemon reference. Okay, this is Matt Rogers. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. The difference in quality between the Pirates of the Caribbean and Walt Disney World and the Pirates of the Caribbean and Disneyland. Mm. The Walt Disney World one is way superior. I feel bad for all you California girls. Ooh. The Pirates of the Caribbean Disneyland version takes approximately a half an hour to get through. There's 5,000 boats, so you're constantly jamming up, and the animatronics are not giving what the girls are giving in the Pirates of the Caribbean Orlando. Not to lift up any Johnny Depp animatronic, but I'm just saying it looked like the real doll. Um, not to call Johnny Depp the doll, and uh, <laughs> but in many ways he was a walking, talking doll. That's yeah. what an animatronic is. Okay, that's what a doll is. Oh period. my god. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I will say the Pirates of the Caribbean in Orlando had production value. I couldn't tell where the ceiling started and the wall seconds. started. This is huge. It also moves a lot faster. And I'm just saying we got to get through these things. The Disneyland and Pirates of the Caribbean. Some people that had got on it five, five years seconds. ago are still on it. We will oh. never find them. They are ghosts just like Johnny and Co. I don't mm, think so, honey. That's one minute. So that's just one something I've, I realized, like, because I've been to Disneyland a bunch since living in California and the Pirates of the Caribbean, there is a miserable experience. Whereas yesterday I had a wonderful experience on the Pirates uh-huh. ride. I didn't know. Apparently one of the only haunted rides. Oh, yeah. In Disneyland, we were told. Didn't you say they're making a movie about the red haired pirate? Or is that someone we were with? I don't have this insider knowledge. So do you remember how a few years ago they changed uh, Pirates of the Caribbean from very much rape culture to girl boss culture? The way they did that was there was a scene where the pirates were auctioning off women. There was like an iconic scene in Pirates of the Caribbean where it was like an auction of women. And And one of them had red hair? Yeah, it was very problematic. And so what they've done, there they were selling the redhead. Uh And after there was uproar about this, obviously, justifiably, they changed it to the red-haired woman became a female pirate Mm. and she was running the auction. Interesting. So then uh, apparently there was supposed to be a movie about her, but it's in development hell. Uh Uh-huh. We know what that's likely like. story. Likely story. That, that's coming back, Matt said. Oh, yeah. I'm bringing back the phrase likely, likely story, story when it's not likely. Okay. So, Bowen Yang, I'm ready to do your I don't think it's funny if you're ready to give it. I'm ready to give it. And it's, I'm, I'm going to go there. Oh, shit. Damn it. I'm going to bite the hand, actually. Oh, Jesus. Me? No, no, no. Never you. I am famously the hand. No. Okay. <laughs> this is Bowen Yang's I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. Ugh. I don't think so, honey. Disney Contemporary Resort for changing its theme to Incredibles. Yeah. I don't really get it. I know that the theme is, I know that, in, you know, in 71, when the park opened, you know, this was one of the, this was one of the starter resorts. This was, this resort opened with the park. Amazing. At the time, this was incredibly state of the art ahead of its time aesthetically. And look, that aesthetic has remained quite timeless. But I think it's sort of it sort of cheapens the whole thing if the aesthetic is Frozone and Edna Mode on every damn wall and the wallpaper being Jack Jack and Mrs. Incredible Elastigirl. Incredibles is one of my (laughs) favorite movies in all of Disney Pixar. I feel like I cannot really stomach the colors and the mod theme too much. It kind of goes with contemporary, but not really. And that's one minute. Yeah, to be mod and also contemporary at the same time is an interesting... It it kind of makes sense, but it kind of doesn't. Right. They do love their IP here. I mean, everything is changing to IP. I get it. I get it too. But I am in agreement with you that it feels odd that everywhere you look, it's Incredibles. And it makes you feel like... 
Can Incredibles as an IP withstand an entire hotel? I suppose yes. I suppose yes, but I listen, I would have loved it, and this would have been much harder, and probably not, it would have not hit with the kids, with the family staying in this building. Right, that's the thing, too. We have to remember Disney is for kids. Disney is for kids, but I... (laughs) And I... But I feel like a Tron thing would have been fun. You literally have the monorail come in. It, It feels very, like... Oh my God, like the magic of You computer- want to stay in a Westworld hotel? Not necessarily. I'm like, I just think the theming is a little off the mark here in this particular building. And Owen I wanted and to I, stay at the Four Seasons and I said no. No, it's no, Matt. It's, and, and this is what I'm not biting. The, I'm definitely not biting the hand when you're the hand. You did every, Matt planned this trip to perfection. I'm just saying, this is not a Matt note. This is a. The building, because I I saw before they rethemed this, it was yeah. a perfectly lovely, perfectly lovely, sort of like you know seventies era hotel. Yeah, and I'm like something got lost when they. And contemporizing is which is a word. Yeah, they committed to the IP thing, they and that's what's contemporary IP. for them. They're doing the IP thing. Sure, 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 sure. We have um had not only a wonderful trip so far that will continue. We're actually we're with Dave Mazzoni right now. We're being joined by Sudi Green. Later in the week, we will go enjoy Universal's parks and experiences yes. and resort. Very excited. But we have also had a great episode today. We've had a great episode today. And it's always great to drop in with sister <laughs> and enjoy time together in the same space and get a little tactile when need be. Get which is right now. We're, We're actually wearing our magic bands, which we've decided are the fashion accessory going forward. These magic band pluses There's are... There's fireworks going off in the back. There's fireworks going off Oh in my the God. Back. This is truly the finale of the episode. There's fireworks going off at the castle. Right when I was going to say that Magic Band Pluses are cunty. Well, literally, that's happened several times. Like, we'll say, like, Magic Bands are cunt, and then, like, the, fireworks will, the fireworks will start, like, et cetera. Like, that's happened many <sighs> times. Wow. If you say cunty in, in Disney World, there will be fireworks. <laughs> Gunfire. <laughs> oh. oh. Sorry. Sorry. Um, <laughs> okay. This has been Lost Culture Recess with Matt Rogers and Bowen Yang, and we end every episode with a song. Love is an open Open door. Wow, we can't even get through it. Our voices are so beat. My life has been a series of doors in my face. Then suddenly I ran into you. I was thinking the same thing because, like, (laughs) I've been searching my whole life to find my own place. And maybe it's the party talking. Or the chocolate fondue. But with you. But with you, I see your I face. See your face. And it's, it's nothing, nothing like I've, I've ever known before. before. Love, Love is an, an open door. Love is an open door. Love is an open door with you. With you. With you. With you. Love is an open door. (laughs) (laughs) Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. 
What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work.